the management of this radio theater of the mind would like you to take a moment to familiarize yourself with the emergency exits located at the left and right of your brain. There are also clearly marked exits behind you. We remind you that no smoking is allowed. Thank you. We hope you enjoy our feature presentation. of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. Seventeenth performance of their souped-up career. Here are Riders in the Sky. All right, mighty fine and a great big Western howdy. Thank you, Texas Vicks, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio, and thank you, folks, here in the beautiful Xavier University Theater, our new home of Riders Radio Theater. Here are the cowpokes ready to entertain you tonight. Too Slim. Woody Paul. Howdy, I'm Ranger Doug, Idol of American Youth, and our orchestra is under the benevolent baton of Joey the Cow Polka King. <laughs> of course, Joey, you're, you're famous for being able to make any song into a polka. How about the blue tango? That ought to be an interesting mix of tempos. Okay, we've danced enough for tonight. Thank you, Joey, the cow polka king. We're going to get things going here with the Western classic, When the Bloom is on the Sage. To most folks, there's a spot that lives forever. Deep within their fondest memory. Though I have been a rover, I have never seen any place that I would rather be. 
When it's roundup time in Texas and the bloom is on the sage, how oh, I long to be in Texas, just riding on the range, just to smell the bacon frying, sizzling in the pan, hear the breakfast horn in the early morn, drinking coffee from a can. Just a riding, rock and roping, pounding leather all day long, just a straining, sweating, swearing, listen to a cowhand song, how it beckons, and I reckon. I would work for any way to be again, be free again, where the bloom is on the sage. Riding on the range, oh, those purple hills are calling, calling to me from afar. Come back again to the Rio Grande, I'm the lonely Texas star. How I'm longing to be living where the prairie flowers grow. I'd be willing to start walking to that place that I love so. How it beckons, and I reckon I would work for any way. Be again, be free again, where the boom is on the sage. back on the line. Please hold for this important word from Mammoth Marketing. Here's the Mahatma of mail order, Mr. L. Philo Larry Mammoth. Friends, hold on to your hats. Here's an offer whose time has come and gone and come back again. I'll bet you a nickel cigar this happens to you at least twice a day. The phone rings and... Honey, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'm waiting for an important phone call from my boss. I'll just pick up this old sneaker here and... Whew, this really is an old sneaker. This isn't the phone. Maybe it's that football over there. Hello? Hello? No? How about the duck decoy on the desk? Hello? Dang! Maybe it's this little plastic Mercedes Benz. Hello? Hello? Honey! What does the phone look like today? Oh, darn, I missed the call. Now I'll be fired for sure. How many crucial calls have you missed just because you don't know what a telephone looks like anymore? Well, here I come to save the day with real phone, the phone that looks like a phone. Yes, real phone, manufactured in the good old US of A from original molds, painted black and outfitted with a great big dial any bird brain can figure out. Listen to this. Honey, I'll get it. Hello? Oh, yes, sir, boss. And say, 
Thanks for the big raise. Yes, happy days are here again. Thanks to Real Phone, the phone that looks like a phone. Guaranteed to closely resemble the phone June Cleaver would use to call Ward or your money cheerfully applied to any outstanding account. Real Phone, available now from me at the pre-digital price of only $9.99. Only $9.99. So pick up your phone now, if you can find it. <laughs> and call 1-900-REAL-PHONE. That's 1-900-R-E-A-L-F-O-N. And if you order by midnight tonight, I'll include the swimsuit issue of Sports Sound Magazine in the shape of Woody Paul. It's fun, it's free, and it's for you. <laughs> and now back to Riders Radio Theater. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes, it's time once again for our public interest program, Focus on World Affairs. Here's our moderator, Ranger Doug. Thanks, Texas Fix. Our topic today on Focus on World Affairs comes from an item in the news which recently stated that due to the exponential worldwide population explosion, there are now more people living today than have lived through the entire course of human history. This astonishing fact begs the question, where is Michelangelo, Jefferson, and Socrates now that we need them? But I digress. The point of today's discussion is, if you take this mind-boggling fact to its logical conclusion, it becomes obvious that the dead make the single largest minority group in the world. <laughs> We've invited an expert on the departed to discuss the fast-growing field of dead rights. A former actor and stunt horse who, since his retirement due to his death in 1952, has become a leading activist in the field. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Two Jaws. Ah, 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 great to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great to be here. Great to be anywhere at this point in my career. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Always a joker. But you've had quite a battle bringing this issue of dead rights to the forefront of national interest. Well, you better believe it. Not a whole lot of people care. I thought my celebrity status would open some doors, but no way. Of course, I have changed. 30 years in Death Valley has been brutal to my complexion. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Well, it's, a, it's a wonder you talk at all without lips or tongue. Listen, Jack, laying a sand dune for three decades, you'll learn to do some pretty unusual tricks, too. Okay. Ah, ah, ah. Back to our subject, Two you Jaws, bet. the rights of our dead minority. Well, believe it or not, most of us had last rights. <laughs> Ah, ah, okay, ah. come on, Two Jaws. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you got me dead to rights. Ha, ah, ah, ah. But do the dead right? I'll tell you what, in 35 years, I've never had so much as a postcard from Francis the Talking Mule. What a jackass. Of course, it's genetic with hey, him. Hey, wait a ah, minute, ah, Two Jaws. Ah, ah. I'm trying to conduct a serious interview here on foreign affairs and you world bet. affairs, and you're giving me one-liners, tired wordplay, and cheap innuendo. Now, quit beating around the bush. You accuse me of cheap innuendo. Ah, ah, ah. What? Hey. <laughs> What's that? Well, I'm just scratching what's left of your nose. Well, do that again. Like this? Ooh. Ah. It's the most I've had in 30 years. Okay, that's <laughs> enough. You're making a mockery of this serious issue. Well, what have I got to lose? <laughs> <laughs> Once you die, you don't worry about saving face anymore. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Hey, hey. What? Hey, did you know Republic Pictures once sent me to the Betty Ford Clinic to dry out? They did a great job, don't you think? All right, Texas Fix, get us out of this. All right, that's all the time we have for Focus on World Affairs, a highly irregular feature on Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Xavier University Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with the Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme number three. 
composed by Willie Paul. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode three of the exciting Western melodrama, Trail of the Diamond Desperado. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, after changing the name of their spread to the... Um, 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 Harmony Ray. Riders in the sky rode into town to arrange for a ranch equity loan so they could spruce up for spring. Much to their dismay, they found their bank to be on the brink of collapse because of heavy investment in Australia, gem-quality diamond futures, which apparently have no future. Ranger Doug, this could mean the ruin of the whole valley. What are we going to do, Ranger Doug? There's only one thing to do, fellas. We've got to go to Washington and try to arrange a bailout. Oh, great idea. For once, we're going to do it the easy way. And now episode three, entitled... Washington slept here. Wasting no time, the riders return to their home on the range and are soon ready for their long ride to our nation's capital. Oh, boy, Are you ready to go, side meat? Yep, where'd you boys put the herd? Well, we moved them down to Lester Flats. Yeah, they'll have plenty of sweet water and great grass down there. We better get going, Ranger Doug. All right, let's ride. And they're off on a mission to the storied pork barrel of the western world to save their bank. Once out of Tumbleweed Valley, they gallop up an instant tramp and then thunder down Interstate 40. One turbo, one boy! And three days later, they ride across the Theodore Roosevelt Memorial Bridge and enter the capital of the United States of America. Gosh, there's the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, and there's the Washington Monument. Oh, mighty impressive. Hey, what street are we on? Well, this is Constitution Avenue, side meet. We go straight down it to the U.S. Capitol Building. We'll leave the horses there and the mall by the reflecting pool and then walk on over to the annex to the House office building. That's where our congressman is. Right, and I sure hope we can get in to see him. I imagine he's a pretty busy fellow. I'll bet. Make no mistake about it, a congressman is very busy all the time. When he's not passing laws, he's repealing laws. When he's not making deals, he's taking deals. And when he's not raising funds, he's spending funds. But no matter how busy a congressman is, he's never too busy to see the idol of American youth. <laughs> Excuse me, Congressman Num-Num. <laughs> what is it, Osgood? Get, get this. There are three guys in boots and big hats out there and an old geezer in a greasy apron. <laughs> they, they'd like to see you. <laughs> did, you did you get their names? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> did, did you check them against our big contributor list? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> are they on it? Oh, no, sir. <laughs> Osgood, I'm a very busy man. Of course, sir. As much as I love every single one of my constituents, and yeah. I do love them, Osgood, no. deeply. Yeah. <laughs> I, I simply don't have time to just drop everything anytime, anytime one of them drops in, <laughs> who's not on my big contributors list and give them the time of day. No, no sir, absolutely not. <laughs> give them each a campaign button, Osgood, and a calendar and a campaign comb, and send them on their way. Oh, gladly, sir. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, did you say boots and big hats? No, yes, sir, I did. <laughs> and does one of them have a smile that would shame the grill of a 58 Buick? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's the one who calls himself 
Ranger Rick or something. <laughs> Osgood, you idiot. Those guys are riders in the sky. <laughs> Their support is vital in Tumbleweed Valley. Oh. Stop laughing and send them in at once. Uh, yes, sir. And seconds later, a properly chastised Osgood ushers riders in the sky into the private office of Congressman Norval Numnum. <laughs> howdy, boys. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Have a seat here. Okay. Osgood, get these boys a calendar and some campaign buttons. <laughs> yes, sir. And a campaign comb. <laughs> Thank you, Congressman Numnum. I've got outgrown my need for the campaign comb, I can tell you that. Thank you for seeing us on such short notice. Oh, yes, gentlemen, my door is always open to you, any, and you and any other citizen from my district who wants to see me. I am but an humble public servant. What can I do for you, you who have put your trust in my humble hands? Sir, there's an eap of trouble in Tumbleweed Valley. Oh, no. How can they do this to me? Me, a modest, humble public servant. Me, who wouldn't steal a dime with all these marvelous packs. Why, sh why should I? My, me, who dedicated his life to serving the public. Me, well, who... I'm sure it wasn't intentional, sir. Well, yeah, don't get your dander up. No num, one num. here is, is blaming you, sir. Oh, well, <clears throat> maybe it isn't as bad as I thought after all. <laughs> and anyway, I'm not up for re-election until next year, and whatever it is will probably blow away by then, right? Well, not unless something is done about it and fast. Great Scott, we must do something about it. I'll introduce a bill tomorrow. Wait a minute. What is it? What's the problem? It's the bank, sir. The first rational bank of Tumbleweed Valley is on the verge of insolvency. Oh, it needs a bailout, num-num. I'm afraid that's about the size of it, sir. Wait, Scott, the bank needs a bailout? Yes, I'm afraid so. That's all it is? Uh, yeah. Well, why didn't you say so? I thought we were in some really deep trouble. Well, it is pretty bad, sir. Nonsense. We've had dozens of agencies who make a good living dealing with these things. Well, that's good to hear. I guess. Of course it is. Now, let's see. Which one would be the best for you? Uh, I'll write you a little note here. Mm -hmm. Now, you take this over to Mr. Stance Bagley at the Office of Risk Administration, Technical Morons Division, Resource Control Branch of the Federal Emergency Banking Administration, or to those in the know, the ORA, TMD, RCB, FEBA. Well, thank you very much, Congressman Num Num. Yeah. Glad to do it for you, boys. That's what I'm here for. Just an humble servant of the people. Oh, when election time rolls around next year, Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we won't forget no you, way. sir. Uh -huh. That's we'll fine. Now, you'd better be getting along because both of them go to lunch pretty soon and you don't want to miss them. Both of them? Yes, there's only two people in the ORA, TMD, RCB, FEBA. Stance Vaguely and his first assistant. I see. Well, so long and thanks again. So long, boys. Remember, vote early and vote often. All right, <laughs> goodbye, sir. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Rockefeller. This is Num Num. Well, I just thought you ought to know Riders in the Sky were just here. It was about the first rational bank. While Congressman Norval Num Num makes his mysterious phone call, Riders in the Sky with smiling faces and happy hearts return to their tethered mounts on the mall by the Capitol Reflecting Pool. Okay, we need to head back down Constitution here and then take a left on 17th to E Street. So let's ride. Okay. And moments later, the riders leave their horses on a grassy strip near the Department of the Interior and make their way to a small nondescript building that houses a veritable alphabet of agencies, including the ORA, TMD, RCB, FEBA, to those in the know. Okay, let's see. This is it. This must be the place. May I be of some assistance to you gentlemen? Yes, you may. We're here to see Mr. Stance Vaguely. Do you have an appointment? Mr. Vaguely is a very busy man. Well, no, we don't, but we thought that... Ooh. Gosh, what was that? 
What was what? That? What? Pay no mind to that. It's just your government at work. Now, how about Thursday? Thursday. For an appointment. Oh, that. Well, I guess we could find a place to stay. Oh. For a few days. Sir, I'm not talking about this Thursday. I'm talking about Thursday in a year or so. Well, surely we can see Mr. Vaguely sooner than that. I don't see how. You can't see him unless you have an appointment, and I'm the only one who can make appointments for him, and I'm not going to make an appointment for you until Thursday in a year or so. Oh, are you pointy-headed easy. little beard? Easy, me easy. Look, sir, we have a note here from Congressman Num-Num yeah. of our district. Congressman Num-Num, why didn't you say so? I'll get you in right away. Good. What is it, Winton? Sir, there are some gentlemen out here to see you. Oh, I can't do it when still have half a bucket of balls. Sir, these men were sent here by Congressman Num Num. Oh, I must see these men right away. Went and make an appointment for them and send them in. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, I can give you an appointment for right now. Please go right in, right through that door, right over there. Oh, thank you. More like it. Come in, gentlemen. You must be riders in the sky. Brush the golf balls out of the way and have a seat. A stance vaguely at your service. Well, thank you for seeing us so promptly, Mr. Vaguely. Glad to do it. Congressman Num Num's office called me just a few moments ago and told me to expect you. You gentlemen are obviously from the West? Yes, sir. We're from Tumbleweed Valley. I suppose you came in on the Urban Penetrator? I'm sorry? The soft wheel asphalt infrastructure system? What on earth are you talking about? The highway. Oh. Did you come in a car or a truck or? No, we came on grain-consuming animal units. Ah. <laughs> I see you speak my language. Excellent. Yes. Now, what can the ORA, TMD, RCBFEBA do for you? Well, we have a big problem. Yeah. We came to seek a bailout for the first rational bank of Tumbleweed Valley. Noop, noop, noop. I thought we were speaking my language. We don't use the term bailout. It's affecting a readjustment exercise to disburden responsibility for ubiquitous moronic bankers. Red drum. <laughs> R-E-D-R-U-M-B, for those, red rum, for those in the know. I'm sorry, what is it for those in the know? Red rum, red rum, red rum, red rum. Okay, we need a red rum for our Valley's Bank. Can your agency help us? We'd love to. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, it sure is. Well, I'll say. Well, thank you, Mr. Vaguely. For what? For helping us. I'm not going to help you. Wait a but minute. But you just said you'd love to. I would, but I can't. Your bank's not big enough. Might have to mismanage many millions more before we could allocate any red rum funds for it. <laughs> We, we don't have millions more to mismanage. Then there's nothing I can do. Good grief. Oh, no, is this the end of the First Rational Bank of Tumbleweed Valley? Is this the end of the First Rational Bank of Tumbleweed Valley? Where is Neil Bush when you need him? And who is Mr. Wackefeller? The answers to these questions will not be found in the financial section of your newspaper. They can only be found in episode four of Trail of the Diamond Desperados entitled Bank to the Wall. It's high interest deposit insured overdue melodrama you won't want to miss. And it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. And now here again are America's favorite cowboys, riders in the sky, enjoy the cowpoke the king. Thank you, thank you, Texas Dick Bender. Time for our classic of the West. We'd like to send this one out to little Carol and Karen Buka, the little twins up in St. Paul, Minnesota. And this is a, an old Gene Autry classic, South of the Border. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 ay. South of the Border. Down Mexico. 
Mexico way That's where I fell in love When stars above came out to play Now as I wander My, my thoughts, thoughts ever stray South of the border Down Mexico way she was a picture in old Spanish lace. There for a tender while I kissed the smile upon her face. It was fiesta, and we were so gay south of the border, down Mexico way. And then she sighed as I whispered manana, never dreaming that we were parting. But I lied as I whispered manana, for our tomorrow never came. South of the border, I rode back one day. There in a veil of white, by candlelight, she knelt to pray. Mission bells told me I mustn't stay south of the border down Mexico way. Ay 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 Thank you very much. That's kind of unusual for us, but I see we have an extra minute or two. And Texas Bix Bender, do you think we have time to take one of the long-distance phone calls that uh, pour into the show every time we do it? I sure do, Ranger Doug. Let's throw those long-distance lines open, Big Zeno. Okay. Hello, Gap Tooth, Arkansas. Go ahead, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Ranger Doug. This is Mr. Impressions. <laughs> Mr. Impressions. This That's must right. be a full moon. Okay, Mr. Impressions, what do you do? Uh, Ranger Doug, uh, remember Humphrey Bogart? Yes, sure, of course I know Humphrey Well, Bogart. here's my impression of Humphrey Bogart. Ready? Okay, let's hear it. How I love you, how I love you, my dear. That's not Humphrey Bogart. That's Jolson. Oh, I'm sorry, Ranger Doug. Me too. Well, look, you keep trying and, and call us again sometime, okay? Uh, okay, uh, Ranger Doug. Thank you, Mr. Impressions. Well, that's all the time we have for phone calls tonight. I guess we just ought to say... Thanks for tuning in. Tune in same time, same station next week. Don't forget Two Slims, Mercantile, and your mama. Until we meet again, Saddle Pals, from all of us to all of you. So long, Saddle Pals. It's been so good to see you. Farewell, Saddle Pals. We really hate to leave you. But the doggies are a-lowin' And roundup time is nigh. A prairie moon is callin' From a starry western sky So farewell, saddle pals Our parting brings us sorrow On down the trail You'll find a bright tomorrow Keep those faces smiling Round your home corral So until we meet again Goodbye, saddle
Passing guests of Riders Radio Theater Bunk at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, Tucson and Perkins Hill, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee, 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, directed, and performed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Fender. Production foreman is Campfire Bird. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King. Producer is Lasso and Larry Ashcraft. Coordinating producer is Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram. Our chief engineer is Jamboree J. Crawford. The recording director, Gallup and George Zahn. And our sound effects honcho, Winchester Jim Springfield. The stage manager is Solid L. Ron Esposito. This is Texas Big Spender saying so long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network.